Empire Sports Radio Podcast. Zach is here as I am with you always. The Knicks with another frustrating loss, but there's some to blame on the officiating in the game. But what else is new? Knicks lose. Mets got Adrian Gonzalez as they look to go, but they decide not to trade for Andrew McCutcheon or Josh Harrison. All of that here on the next Empire Sports Radio Podcast right now. And we want to talk about the Knicks right now because, again, another frustrating loss. But this one was a little bit different. The officiating at the end of the game was very questionable and somewhat bad. And I've said this for a very long, long time to friends, to family members, to people who watch the game. NBA officiating is so bad. Out of the four major sports, hockey, basketball, baseball, and football, they are easily the worst. They miss the most calls, and I get they I get it that they have to make the most calls, but they miss a large percentage of calls. There's no happy medium. It's either uh, some guy gets freaking whacked in the head and killed, and they uh, don't call a foul, or um, he gets touched like a, like like someone's holding a butterfly. He gets touched like you're holding a butterfly, a little tap like that, and it's a it's a it's a flagrant two. I mean, there is there is no excuse for how bad the officiating is got. And Derek Stafford, old referee in the game, old referee, been here for a while, made two horrific calls last night in the game. One that I feel like most people forget about, and the other we all know about, the technical foul. Now, before I get into the fouls, this is not excuse the Knicks' performance. They were awful the whole night, the first three quarters they took off on defense. There are so many wide-open threes going off. I can't, I can't even explain it. They're the worst three-point shooting team. They take the least threes, and they miss the most threes. And they can't guard a three. Every three-point shot that the opposition takes is wide open. Nobody goes above the screens. They always go under. Thinking that they're going to drive on them, and yet an open three every single time. The Knicks made uh, uh, Tyreek Evans look like he's uh, he's like Michael Jordan. I mean, who who are the players of Memphis last night? Gasol's not playing. Conley's not certainly not playing. I mean, what uh, what is this? What is? I mean, you knew they were going to lose, right? Guys, this is the Memphis Grizzlies. They're not the same. I mean, the Memphis Grizzlies this year. They're awful this year. And for some reason, when this Knicks team plays on the road, I don't know what happens. They took the first three quarters off on defense. Disgusting. And this coach, this coach that everyone keeps, oh, he's a nice guy. Oh, he gets along with the players. Basically like Todd Bowles, basically everything. Oh, he's such a good guy. You know what? He's, I, I cannot explain to you. He's coached his team for the past, what, two years now? I have not seen his team improve on defense. I see him running the same plays for Kristaps Porzingis that they did with Carmelo. You see them all the time isolating Porzingis like he's going to do something. Porzingis, by the way, can he develop some post moves? This dude's pretending he's like six foot five and he's, and he's going out there. He's got to develop some post moves sometime in the near future. And he's had, he's had some good games. And I love Porzingis. But you got to use him more. You got to use him better. You gotta use them more efficiently. But can we every anytime there's a timeout, can Hornacek run a play off of a timeout and score? I have not seen that once this year. Once. But the thing that killed me last night, the thing that was so frustrating, 
was the officiating by Derek Stafford at the end of the game. Knicks down by three. They somehow come back from after disastrous uh, first three quarters. They came back to, to, to you know cut it to, to cut it to four, cut it to three. They got it to three. Loose ball. Uh, I believe it was um uh, who was it? I think it was Tim Hardaway and ah oh, I forget his face. They they got tangled up for a jump ball, right? Right. So the, the jump ball is about to happen at uh, at a half court. Now. The play that most people, I feel like, for, are forgetting just from the drama that happened afterwards was the the first toss-up. Whoever the fuck his face is standing over the line and jumping over. There's no there's no more jump balls after that. That is Nick's ball. It was a violation on the Memphis Grizzlies. And it should have been called, but the refs are so blind in this league that it didn't even happen. And that is a joke. He was over the line. He jumped over the line. Tim Hardaway clearly could not even jump because he was touching him, basically, and hovering over him. You can't do that! Refs were so blind, didn't even call it. And then you got Courtney Lee right behind Derek Stafford. Again, Stafford, veteran ref. And Courtney bumps into uh, uh, Dylan Dylan Brooks, okay? He's a young player, Dylan Brooks. Ref tells tells him to knock it off. And I don't know what Courtney said. I can't read lips. If you know what he said, you can read lips. Please let me know. But he was just talking up to to uh, uh, to, to uh, Brooks. And well, you know, he gets teed up with 18 seconds left in the game. 18 seconds left. You cannot decide a game, the officials. You cannot decide a game based on emotion and opinion. That's what a technical foul is, guys. It's an opinion. Three seconds left, a three-point game, 18 seconds left. And yes, I know it's mind-boggling. The Knicks are somehow three games out of the eighth, eighth spot, right? You cannot let a game come decided with the refs calling a technical foul on, on trash-talking. Stafford goes after the game. He says, oh, he said something that I can't even repeat. You know what? You don't call a technical foul with 18 seconds left in the game in a three-point game because your feelings were hurt. Something has to be outrageous. Extremely outrageous. There's got to be a fight that we've been seeing all the time in the NBA. We'll get to the whole, you know, Clippers-Rockets thing. That's a whole other story. You know, the brawls and pushing and punching that has been in the NBA nowadays. You saw that with a follow the other day. Something has to be extremely outrageous for a ref to call a technical foul in the last minute when a game is on the line. Especially in that... T- uh, in, especially in that situation, when a jump ball where whoever gets the ball really kind of gets a, a better hand, uh, you know, the Knicks would have could have tied the game, and Orlando basically could have won the game there. Courtney Lee gets teed up. Memphis takes a four point lead. Knicks foul, six point lead. Game over, just like that. What a complete joke this NBA. Uh, these NBA refs are. Complete joke. Complete joke. We will get back. We'll talk about the Knicks. I mean, I'm sorry. We'll talk about uh, the Mets. Right back after this. And here is Zach back here on another Empire Sports Radio podcast. And the Mets. What do you know it? They signed someone. 
Signed a couple guys. They got Bruce back. And now newest of the team, former Dodger, former Padre, Adrian Gonzalez. And now there are a couple things I like about this. A couple things I don't like about this. First thing I love about this is that it's cheap. Mets love that cheap stuff. Of course, the Will Puzzle the cheap. Got it for half a mil. Very low risk. Very low risk. And I think that he can provide some veteran, I'm hoping, some veteran, you know, it's a veteran aspect to the team. And I'm hoping that guys like Don McSmith can kind of follow into the style of play that Adrian Gonzalez has played. You know, both are lefties. But what I don't like about this is that it feels to me that the 36-year-old Adrian Gonzalez will automatically make the starting job at first base. That's what it seems to me. It seems like they want to put Dominic Smith in the minors. That's fine. But I feel like the job has to be won in spring training. There needs to be competition. You cannot just give someone uh, the starting job just because of, uh, of past performance. You need to give it to whoever does well in spring training, whoever looks right for the job, you give it to them at first base. You don't just put Dom sit down because you don't because you feel like it. You think it's a good idea. Where it plays now remember, good example. And I'm not saying he's gonna be anything like this guy. We know how Aaron Judge's season went. We know how good Judge was. But remember how poor remember, good 2016, 2016 he had a good minor league year. Bad regular season. Remember 2016, he was not that good. He was striking out a lot, Judge. 2017, what do you know? Fucking beast. Sec, uh, uh, AL Rookie of the Year and a, and a second in MVP votings. And I'm not saying he's anything like Dominic Smith, but all I'm saying is it is similar to what happened. You don't know what's going to happen. Dom Smith had a very good minor league year while, uh, while uh, what's his face? Uh, um, he did not have a good you know regular season when it came down to it. But all I want to see is that there needs to be some comp- some competition uh, to where to where uh, the first base job comes out of. But overall, good signing. Uh, another thing that happened in the in the NBA was that uh, you know I think it's a complete joke that uh, James Harden and Chris Paul did not get suspended for what happened. Now I you know did you hear what happened? They they uh, after the Clippers Rockets game apparently. Chris Paul knows some secret entrance to the Clippers locker room after the game because there's been, you know, Ariza got, uh, uh, and, and um, Griffin got um, thrown out of the game. They went to the locker room to go to go talk with them? What do you guys want to do? Like, have handshakes? Have a nice talk? Want to fight? Were you going to fight them? And Chris Paul and James Harden somehow don't get suspended. I don't know how that happens. Maybe it's because they are the one of the better players, players in the league. I don't know. But they were trying to initiate some violence. They should have been suspended. Not Ariza. I mean, Ariza should be suspended. All of them should be suspended. The four guys that went into the locker room. Paul, Ariza, Harden, and where the fuck his face is. But it's a complete joke that these guys not get suspended. That'll be for me, Empire Sports Radio Podcast. Follow me on Instagram, New York Sports Everything, and Twitter, Empire Sports 3. Thank you, guys. I love you all. Y'all the best.